While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn, light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org give. Blue back in here with another episode. We have a guest today. We got John Mendez, and it's a rainy day over here in Vegas. But uh, hope everybody's doing all right where they're at. What's going on with you, John? Where are you located? Hey, Sequoia. I'm super excited to be here, and it is also raining here in Connecticut. I'm based down in Stanford. Nobody usually knows about Stanford geography, like Connecticut geography. So I normally just say I'm like 45 minutes out of the city, no traffic. Well, yeah, but you you got a Connecticut born baby here. I was born in Middletown, Connecticut. So I got really? family in Stanford. I got yeah, I yeah, still got family right. in Middletown. I, I was uh, born and raised in Stanford. Wow. I always say Connecticut remind me of Wonderland sometimes because it's always <laughs> snowing. And I used to go out there and um, go to the Foxwood casinos when I was a little girl because my mom would always take us there and stuff. And it was fun. I was like, man, Connecticut's cool. But I wouldn't live there. <laughs> I wouldn't live in Connecticut only because I just, it's just the vibe there is different for me. But I do, yeah. I do like going there just to go to casinos and look around. So, so yeah. So, where, how would you say? I said it's one of those things where it's like, it's a, it's a very, I think, very neutral state. Like in terms of like, we don't have super bad weather. It gets cold out here, but it doesn't get like super cold, like Michigan cold and Chicago mm. cold. Like, it, we're, like we're, we don't have any tornadoes or earthquakes or hurricanes. Really, it's like it's very just like we're just like eh. You know what? That's true. It is real neutral. Yeah, because it's not like Atlanta where in Atlanta it didn't really snow a lot, but it was just like the rain. It was just raining every other week. Rain where you couldn't even see. You know, oh I was like. Goodness. Oh my goodness! So yeah, that that neutral place is better actually than yeah. some places that's popular like Georgia and Miami. Everybody's like, "Oh, Georgia, Miami, and Texas." It's like, I don't know. <laughs> so um, tell us about your podcast. What's it called? Walk to wealth. Walk to wealth. Walk to wealth. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. So a little bit about the podcast. It pretty much was uh, so a little bit of context. So. I grew up in the projects. Money was always tight. It was nine of us in a two-bedroom, section eight. My dad wasn't around. Mom suffered from mental health issues. So my Dominican grandparents raised me. Money was never something we had in abundance at all whatsoever. Fast forward a little bit. Now I'm in my freshman year of college. Pandemic takes over the world. Now I was never entrepreneurially minded. School always came super easy to me. I was not the, I didn't have a 4.0. Partially because I was always skipping classes. I graduated like a 3.5 and a 12.30 on my SAT. So, I mean, I got into 13 colleges, which is good enough to get me into UConn. And so that's where I went for college. And there, and once the pandemic happened, it, it really just, everything just kind of shifted a little bit. And fast forward, it was my sophomore year now. And I was in the sophomore year and I picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that pretty much... It allowed me to see the world for another way that wasn't being taught in school, that wasn't being taught at home, and that wasn't being taught in my environment. And so I kind of just jumped down the rabbit hole of learning about personal finance and entrepreneurship and my 
fourth semester, I decided to drop out of college. And, you know, I never looked back since. And fast forward more from there. Now it's around December-ish of 2021, this was. I dropped the trailer for the podcast. And the whole name really means to me, at least, wealth is more than just the monetary side of things. It's about abundance in all your areas of life. And there's more to wealth than just the monetary. And wealth and riches are two entirely different things. So the journey to wealth is a long walk. And some may walk quicker than others. But what good is sprinting to the finish line if you pass out when you cross it? Ooh, now that was a bar. <laughs> that is so true. Like, because if you're not living to your on your way to success, and I tell myself this, then what is it? What are we doing it for? You still have to live. And true wealth is peace, you know. And it, you know, yeah, the monetary is great, but the, the peace part it trumps it in health. Because if you don't have health and peace, then what was this all for? Yeah. And so do you feel like having the right mindset is what it takes for like entrepreneurship? It all boils down to mindset. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, everyone will tell you the same thing. It, it all comes down to mindset, no matter who you ask. And it sounds so cliche, but because it's so true. And for me, like I have so many victim cards that I have the opportunity to pull at any time and it would be perfectly justified. And so many people that would grow up in similar situations as I would, would look at it and not to va- invalidate anyone's experiences, but it's like, man, everyone has it hard in one way, shape or form. And so it's like so many people want to fixate on things that aren't serving their highest, their highest self, their best self. And it's like, for me, really overcoming that mindset and figuring out like there's more like that's what Rich Dad Poor Dad taught me. And it's like it wasn't the best book that I read, but it it laid out the information in a way that was easy enough to grasp for someone who's never heard of anything similar to that. And so it, it allowed me to see that there's another way of viewing the world out there. And I was curious and I wanted to see, like, what is this rich dad guy talking about? I know he's a fictional character in the book. I don't even think mm-hmm. he had an actual rich dad in real life. I think it was just for the story of the book, if I'm not mistaken. But even still, it was like, well, that's the way his thought process isn't like anyone that I know personally. Let me go seek out some more information. And so, like, that mindset piece is everything when it comes to this journey, because especially when you're coming out of my situation or a situation similar and you're just force fed that victim mentality you're force fed that everyone's against you you're force fed that you have to go to traditional track you're force fed all these different things and it's like well you can fall victim to what they're trying to force feed you or you can decide to live a life by design and there's a quote that i love it's when you're born you look like your parents when you die you look like your choices so what choices are you making And are those choices serving the person that you want to become? Oh, that was a word. Because everything does boil down to choices. It's like people be like, well, I have no choice. Well, technically you do. We all have a choice because you can say, I don't want to go to work and you can choose not to go. Yeah. And that whatever comes with that choice comes with that choice. I just feel like I don't. I never liked it when somebody said I don't got no choice because I do feel like we all have a choice. And then, you know, being in the, you know, black community growing up and stuff, they would say, well, this is all I can do. The man won't let me, you know, or stuff like that. You hear and you're like, it is it is systematic racism. It is tough out here, but there is ways to go around it. If you know you're somebody that just not getting hired freelance and, and, you know, get on Upwork and stuff like that instead of, you know, so there's just certain things that I feel like we can do to shift our focus because I believe in 
you know, energies and stuff like that. So it's like, if we're focused on what we're not getting and, and what's going on, it's almost like you just keep getting it. Cause that, that happened to me. So, you know, yeah, it's one of, it's one of those things for like, for me personally, it's one of those things from what I experienced in my own life. It's too many people are poor because they focus solely on themselves. I can't make ends meet. I can't pay my bills. I can't keep food on the table. I can't. Let's. It's always I, 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 I. And one of the guys that I interviewed on my podcast, we talked about this before we hit record, but like podcasting, you get access to people who are further along in life than you. And they drop a lot of gems that you could apply in your own life. And one of the things that he said was that money is just a token of appreciation. So if you got no money, you got no tokens of appreciation, essentially. And so it's like, well, how can I provide value? Because money, all it is is a bartering tool, right? Yeah. It is a bartering tool. And it's people, I, I, you know, there's this one comment. I remember I posted a reel last year uh, and it was a YouTube short. And one of the guys, a good friend of mine, he's a national public speaker. And he was on a podcast and he mentioned that he, he gave a proposition. He was like, would you rather work for minimum wage for the guy that owns the grocery store? Or would you rather work for free for the guy that makes 10 times for the guy at the grocery store makes who runs the go- who runs the grocery store? Right. So there's one kind of comments like, oh, it must be so easy for you to say to sit on a pedestal or something like that. And there's people out here. We still got to pay our bills. And there's people out here like we can barely make ends meet a minimum wage. This and da, 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 da. It's like, why are you focused on the minimum wage? Why are you focused like that person who has? 10 times more money than the grocery store owner although he's not bartering with you with money he's Mm. bartering with you with his time with his experience with his knowledge so you can fast track your journey and it's all a perspective thing people too too many people fixate like that's why i mean minimum wage yes we have to make ends meet and that's a whole nother topic but it's like why are you fixating on the bare minimum and that, that that's just me personally how i see it if there's only so low that you can go why aren't you focused on the ceiling? Because there isn't any ceiling. There's only you can take it wherever as far up as you want to take it. And as I said, I think it's just all a perspective change. Personally, as I said, I grew up in the hood. Everyone I knew was black. I'm, I grew up. I'm, I'm Dominican and Guatemalan, so it's like, as I said, there's like victim cards I could throw out. But it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to use any. I don't want to say like, you know, I don't want to look at myself in the mirror and be like, uh, you know, everyone's out to get me. Yeah, and I guess it's not meant to be. And it's like, okay, everyone's out to get me. And what now? I'm going to just roll over. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm going I'm I'm to figure it out. I'm going to make a way. And it, even if, and I don't believe this, but even if it was true that everyone is out to get you, that just makes for a better story when you make it. So it's Heck like, yeah. even more reason to go after it, right? Yeah. I agree on that. That's, and that's, that's good that you said that because. It's like, it doesn't matter. You know, Will Smith said there's racism and all this stuff going on. He said, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to go around it. I'm going to go above it. And that's just what you do, you know, because at the end of the day, that's how you, I guess you can say nurture a better life without, because I just feel like it's depressing to just be stuck in, staying stuck in the moment. And that's how I, I that's how I changed my life. And that's why, and that's why I said, let me start this podcast because I want to show people that none of this is really real. I mean, if you go on a deeper level, you know, because that's why my podcast is about alchemy because none of this is real it's all made up and we can all change the story you know and you know that's why i like tiktok now it's growing a lot of people are talking about their stories now and the energy of tiktok is amazing even though they're trying to ban it right now but 
hopefully they don't get to be in it but <laughs> but but yeah i mean i just like the I don't know the algorithm's crazy on tiktok so i do like the algorithm and so it's like a lot of people are learning about stuff that they wanted to know about didn't know about and i'm just seeing i'm just reading the comments i'm like a people observer and i'm just seeing what pe- that people are learning they're learning about iras and roth iras and, and stock they're just learning more so it's just there's so much information not to go after it you know and that's 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 how i feel you know 100%. So, it's almost to our own detriment almost that's a critical part because there's so much information now you gotta figure out all right who's a good source which is a whole nother issue but it's like i mean rather have you know a large access to it easily access to it than not have any access to it and now with internet there's no excuse anymore for you to not go out it, there and make it your dreams happen it's literally just like if you're actively holding on to excuses just say you don't want to be successful and i'm not and and i said successful and not rich because money isn't everything success is subjective so whatever Mm -hmm. success means to whoever's listening right now and you're still holding on to excuse just tell yourself you don't want to be successful that is because there's literally no excuses anymore yeah success is that you can go to sleep at night and feel good about yourself in life and that that could be rather you're making sixty thousand a year it could be a million but whatever makes you feel good at night you know that's and it should be comparative to others because that's the thing with even artists i tell you know i tell artists you know you put your music out you don't need to be a celebrity you don't need to be jay-z or anybody just keep putting it out because guess what once you do that said thing it's out there you don't need to be a millionaire yeah. from the yard an artist you can say hey i'm a grammy you can say you're a grammy or uh what is it grammy nominated artist right now you can say it because why none of it's real so you can, you can just say it right now and that's what i tell people you know as long as you're putting out that music and, and putting out whatever you got to put out your podcast whatever it, you're already that said thing so so what other books would you recommend for um like entrepreneurs or anybody's trying to pursue this yeah for entrepreneurship specifically uh, some of the books that helped me out the most personally is Think and Grow Rich, which is a super good book, a super fundamental book that just, as I said, that was the fourth book that I read. And it would just, as I said, it presents the information in a way that's so easy to grasp. Like sometimes if like, let's say you believe one thing and someone says something entirely new or entirely different or opposed to whatever it is that you got going on in your head. And it's like, it could come off offensive, but it's like you these these books they introduce these topics that are so high level in a way that's easy to grasp for anyone no matter what level on their journey they're at and it's something that stands the test of time it's not like a book that uh like a what's the word i'm looking for for um for lack of a better way to put it it's not like a i guess a i'm blanking but it's not like a little thing that's here for the moment it's not here for the moment there's a word i was looking for for but um and that was a really good one. Another really good one I love. And for entrepreneurship, I mean, you mentioned like, per, I think personal finance is a good piece as well. I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Zethi was another great book. Just oh, because yeah. if you're going to get into entrepreneurship, you might as well learn how to, you know, manage your own money. Because God forbid you start getting money with your business. You don't know how to manage it. Uh, good luck. <laughs> Especially now that your, your taxes are, you mentioned taxes earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. So it gets a little tricky when you're managing your own business. And everything's co-mingled. So, uh. I'd say those are probably be my, my first two books. And I want to give a giant list because then people will probably not get any of the books. So I'm going to stick with two. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Cause, uh, and those books are good. I started reading, uh, what was the name, Remy, for how to how to get rich. What was it called? Yeah. I will yeah, teach I started, you to be rich. Yeah. I started reading some of that. I didn't finish it. He was telling me not to get coffee and stuff. But, you know, or like, actually, I think he said. To no, get he said, the do coffee. get coffee. Yeah. He yeah. said, do get the coffee. But then he said, he said something to 
to I, can't, I read it so long ago, but then he said, hold back on some other things or something like that. Yeah, but pretty much he said, spend frivolously on the things that you love and enjoy in life. Yeah. Pick like three to four categories and then everything else be the most frugal person you could be. Like that, that's essentially it's in a nutshell what I, what, it, what I got from it. Yeah, and, and it made sense. And I didn't even finish the dang on book, which I'm going to finish it because I'm notorious for reading half books and then not yeah. finishing it. But, the, but that's the another thing, too. Don't, 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 don't knock yourself for it. You got to read what is is depending on what is where, where you're at in life. Mm. It's like you don't need to read a whole book to get all the value from it. Just read the parts that you need to know. This book talks about, let's say, personal finance. I just need to know how to get my credit card. Chapter seven. OK, read chapter seven. Boom. Next book. I'm out. And then, you know what? That's true. Because I was I was on YouTube one day and this guy was saying, you know, how did he learn how to read fast? And he was teaching yeah. people how to read fast. And I said, and he wasn't really, he was just skimming through, like, but he understood what was going on. And he probably zoned into what maybe resonated with him. But that definitely, that definitely makes sense. So that's yeah. something y'all speaking can do about- for y'all people that don't like reading. <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking about books, I, I'll give another book. So like Think and Grow Rich and I'll Teach You to Be Rich. That's more so like and Think and Grow Rich is mindset. Um, I will teach you to be rich is like personal finance, but for entrepreneurship, I forgot. I have it here. It's um hundred million dollar offers by Alex Ramosi. Now that book is it is liquid gold. That book is amazing. So hundred million dollar offers by Alex Ramosi. Write that down. That sounds good because I think fun. Alex Ramosi. I think he's a podcaster, yeah, right? Yeah, he got a podcast. This is his book. Oh. Okay. It's a big, it looks, uh, it's a write that down. big book. Um, yeah, because I, I like his um commentary. Like, he's so positive and, I, you know, he kind of speaks to me in a way. Okay, I got it on my phone. I can add that in there because that's, that's, yeah, I got to, I got to keep, keep going. My books, I used to read a lot more and I kind of slacked, but I'm about to get back into yeah. it. But um, I want to talk about serial entrepreneurship because you mentioned that you're a serial entrepreneur. Like, what? How do you juggle several businesses? And what are your several businesses? So full <laughs> transparency, I hired someone on Fiverr to make my bio look amazing. But I did have several businesses that I was running. Not well, but was running, right? So uh, mm-hmm. full transparency. So for me, I got licensed as a realtor at age 20. And so I, my goal was to get that going, get that popping off. Right. So I was running that. I also had a podcast that I was trying to get going as well. Around four months after I got licensed as a realtor, I started Walk to Wealth. So I had those two going simultaneously in January. So the month that my podcast episode debuted, I got asked to teach a class on social media. That class I taught in February had over 440 realtors from across the country and Canada sign up. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com gift. While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy funds research, and the world's finest care. 
Please, light up the lawn. Light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org slash give. So I was trying to pretty much run my own real estate, you know, you know, business and start, start buying and selling houses. I was trying to, well, I wasn't trying. I was running a podcast and try, getting that off the ground. And I was pretty much teaching social media classes for free because after that point in time, I still didn't even feel comfortable charging for stuff. I didn't, I was doing it out of goodness of my heart because as I said, growing up, not coming from much, you're taught like pretty much, I mean, you're not taught to value yourself and how to price yourself and charge what you're worth. It's like, they asked me to teach a class. I was like, okay, I just did start teaching some classes. And it wasn't until they literally told me the second class, John, don't do another one of these for free ever again. Like, make sure you charge. And I was like, okay. And I was super cringy because I remember they asked me, was like, John, you know, what's your WhatsApp? What's your, what's not your WhatsApp? What's your, um, your cash app? What's your Zelle or something like that? Your Venmo. Literally during the Q&A section, during the presentation live in front of everybody. And there were like 140 or so people in that Zoom. And so I was like, I, I remember just feeling so awkward and just like, why, why are you guys trying to give me money? I don't know. I, I just felt weird about it. And so I was just doing those three things on top of working at a restaurant. So I was trying to juggle all four. And none of them were working at all. And what I did learn is that procrastination can be your best friend if you allow it to be. And I was doing all these different things. And I was trying to go a mile wide, inch deep in all these different endeavors and juggle. All. And mind you, I'm wearing all the hats on all these things at the same time. I wasn't on a real estate team. I was a solo agent, right? The podcasting, I don't have an admin. I'm I'm booking all my guests. I'm looking for all my guests. I'm editing all my episodes. The social media classes, I come up with all that stuff. I create the presentation. I have to send out the emails. I have to send out the invites. I have to use mailchimp. Like I'm doing wow. all the hats for all these things. And I'm still working at a restaurant on the weekend, close to like 30 hours. So it was like, I was like spread so thin. And it looked like I was doing a lot because I was, but I wasn't making any progress in any of the things. So to wrap up my point, procrastination can be your best friend because a lot of times people procrastinate because they're scared you know they may be nervous they may have some worry some anxiety sometimes you procrastinate on doing what you know you got to do because you're not aligned and for me i was trying to do all these different things and i knew what i had to do i'm very hard working i'm charismatic i have very optimistic good energy and you know i have all these traits to be a successful entrepreneur despite that I was failing in literally everything that I had my hands in. So it's like, what on earth is going on here? And it took some reflection. It took some time to think. But once I really realized that I've been procrastinating and not doing the actual, you know, money making activities or the dollar producing activities that I need to do. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing any of the things I know I should be doing. I'm not finding success despite me now being in this month now. Like, what's going on? And I was trying to pick up the opportunity that was calling and have a four-way conversation with all the different cell phones. And then I decided to freaking hang up on all the other three and just focus on the podcast solely. And that was the biggest thing that helped me start getting some traction was focusing on one thing. So the serial entrepreneurship thing, it looks good for the bio, but in all reality, that definitely threw me off course so much. And I probably could be further along, but you live, you learn, you grow. And you adjust. And so I'm glad I went through it now so yeah. I didn't have to go through it in the future. That's true. That's true. Man, that's a good that's a good testimony though, because somebody could learn from that. Cause 
serial entrepreneurship is not for everyone and it's very complicated you know because it's, it's especially when you're solopreneur you don't have a corner you don't have this or that because like just doing just doing my podcast i'm doing this all myself and people do reach out to me but i'm like i'm not at a place where i want to pay a whole team of people right now I'm like i can just yeah. do this myself and save the money so so yeah but these things it's like it doesn't feel like work because it's like it's it's fun you're meeting cool people so it doesn't it doesn't really feel like work you know but it, it is something you have to do you have to dedicate you know so yeah that was interesting because there's a book called um i forgot what it's see now went blank but there's a book about being a serial entrepreneur people that are multi-hyphenate because i call myself multi-hyphenate so i don't say serial entrepreneur i'll say i'm multi-hyphenate you know because sometimes things just happen sometimes things just land in your lap but but yeah you do got to be conscientious of what what you're doing so that that was a great example and it says here you met you spent the day with a billionaire so what what did you learn from that billionaire did you what are some tips and we could probably have like three podcast episodes on everything i learned but the biggest <laughs> thing honestly was the the one that stuck with me the most i'd say was the idea of first creation and second creation and it's pretty much the lives that we live in the reality is a life that we've already lived in the mind internally mm -hmm. so everything that we're living out right now everything that we're experiencing right now is something that has already played out in our mind whether we realize it or not and by the time that we're 30, 35 years old, most of our synapses in our brain have already formed. So our life is from pretty much for the most part running on autopilot, the majority of our lives. So it's like most people are asleep. Most people are on that conveyor belt and they don't know what's going on. They're just pushing on. Right. They just, you know, barely keeping it going because they don't know what's really going on. They're not awake yet. And so it's like mm -hmm. that idea of first creation, second creation. It gives you the power and this rapper, I forget his name, but I just start getting better with names so I can give credit where it's due. But yeah. he dropped this quote and it was like pretty much where we are today is an accumulation of our past thoughts. So in order to change where we want to go, we must change our thoughts now. And so it goes hand in hand with that idea of first creation, second creation. And so reflecting on why is the present reality not what you I, I want it to be. And then going in reverse order to peel back the onion knowing where it went wrong and then changing those thoughts so that you can start changing what you're actually experiencing mm, yes so basically that awareness yeah being aware because you know erica i do is just on the breakfast club talking about how being aware can can change your whole life and i think you know when you're like that autopilot like you said you're not you don't have time to be aware i know people working two to three jobs they can't think i just watched a documentary yesterday called the 1619 project which hey, check that out everybody but it's it's very deep because they didn't have time to go to school and all this stuff or even just learn about something because they're on autopilot you know and yeah. then they get stuck in this job this one lady said on the documentary she was stuck at a job for 15 years when she got with the job it was only paying 5 15 an hour and then she still didn't get past 10 an hour after being there for 15 years. But her mind was just on autopilot. She said, I had to survive. This is what I had to do. She just, and then she got away, like after her dad died, then she was like, oh shoot, this is not right. You know, it was like it woke her up to awareness. Yeah. It's real deep because people, it's just, people say do meditation and stuff to get aware, but it's really, it's really an internal thing. It's like, cause I feel like we're all inner, you know, inner gods, you know, I feel like we all are gods in our own way to be able to, to say okay is this really what i want to do or should i do this you know but those that's a whole other topic look i can talk all and on yeah. about that stuff 
how did you create your mission statement? What's your mission statement, though? I mentioned it earlier. I think I might have, I might have like touched on it, but it's pretty much my mission in life is to enlighten and empower young adults to build wealthy, abundant lives. So, in terms of creating an actual mission statement, the formula is pretty straightforward. It's my mission in life is to blank put in an action word. It might be teach, inspire, educate, empower. You know, whatever may be motivate, uh, whatever it may be, right? And then your ideal avatar. So for me, it's young adults. And then after that, it's how are you going to do that? So my mission in life is to empower and enlighten. Those are my verbs. My ideal audience is young adults by helping them build wealthy, abundant lives. How are you going to help that ideal avatar? What are you going to do for that ideal avatar, essentially? And the big thing I want people to take away here is there is a difference between a mission and a goal. A goal is quantifiable. A goal is something you can track. It's something that is objective. You know when you hit your goals and when you have not. You can check your KPIs. You can check your metrics, whatever you want to check. And if your goal is, let's say your mission statement is to, I want to help 10 entrepreneurs hit seven figures or whatever. I don't know. Well, if you can hit, actually hit that, that is just a goal. A goal is a check mark along the journey. The mission is essentially something that transcends you. It's something that's bigger than you, beyond you, something that you'll never reach. It's kind of like Moses in the desert, right? He was never going to get to the promised land, despite that he had a certain mission that he had to do to get the, you know, the, the God's people in the position to even reach that promised land, right? Similar to Moses, you may not ever get to that summit. You may not ever help a billion people live a happy life, right? Right. But you, on that journey, there are going to be tons of goals that you hit along the way. And although you may not hit it, you are helping the next and the next and what's to come. So that's the difference between an actual mission statement and just a goal that you you hit. Oh, wow. I never, you know what? That was like an aha moment because I've never looked at it that way but that yeah. makes so much sense because you know when I'm looking at everybody going through stuff and I watch the documentaries and I'm like I can't help all these people even if I became a billionaire tomorrow I can't help everybody so it's like it's just you'll never never get that mission statement complete it just just won't happen yeah. wow that is deep but you can get that goal though I love yeah, it man and, and knowing that <laughs> thank you <laughs> you're very aware and you're young so that's that's good I would say, what would you say to your younger self? I, I, I would usually say, what would you say to your 18-year-old self? But you look 18, so I'm like... <laughs> what would... 21 years young. Okay, so what, look, now to ask you, what would you say to your 16-year-old self? Because you're 21. What would I say to my 16-year-old self? I would say... Honestly, I would say you're on the right track and leave it at that. Honestly, right. because I mean, I, you're a deep thinker. I'm, I could just tell. It's like you know how it works. It's like you change one thing, you don't know how to, the the butterfly effect ends up playing out, right? So it's like, yeah, could I have reached this point sooner in my life had I said it a little bit earlier? But it's like I genuinely enjoy the journey, and I'm very grateful for where I'm at now. And I already got, God willing, tons of life ahead of me. So it's like. I just tell them, you're on the right track. I wouldn't try to change anything. I wouldn't try to give him some free game to, like, help fast track his journey. It's like, enjoy enjoy the process. It's You have uh, green pastures ahead of you. 
I love that, bro. Because it's like, you know, you mentioned Butterfly Effect. You made me think about that movie with Ashton Kutcher where you, he's trying to go back in time to change things, change things, but it never got better. Something else bad happened or something else. This person's leg was off or this and that. It's like, and I think that's if people start thinking like that, man, you just be present all the time. Like Osho wants you to be the famous philosopher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before we wrap it up, I want to know, like, what courses do you have coming or books or what's your website so people can come and check you out? Yeah, definitely. So my big thing in terms of helping work, working with people, I help people with marketing. I am, that's my expertise. So I help mission-driven real estate agents build a strong online presence without the stress, worry, and overload and burnout that comes with traditional marketing strategies. But in terms of the podcast, check me out at Walk to Wealth. I talk about a lot of this stuff and I interview tons of amazing people similar to yourself. So uh, check me out at Walk the number two wealth.com again that's walk number two wealth.com nice yeah i'll be checking you out too you know that's so much look at night <laughs> I, that's my catch-up time i read the books because i have guests that come on i'm trying to read their book they send me books in the mail and i'm like let me finish yeah. this book and it'd be some good books i'm like oh man so <laughs> but i'm trying to catch up because i want to i want to show appreciation to where it's due to everybody so yeah. uh so before we before we go out, I want to know. You said a lot of quotes. You did say a lot of a lot of quotes and sayings, but I do want to know what's a saying and a quote that you go by. Saying or a quote that you go by. The duty of the enlightened is to enlighten the unenlightened. Plato. That was great. I love that. The duty of the enlightened is to enlighten the enlightened. Enlighten what? the unenlightened. Enlighten enlighten the unenlightened. Oh man, that is it because that's that's what this is about, you know, an artist because I think this is all art. Podcasting is art and, and like, you know, what's uh, what's her name? Uh, uh my singer Nina Simone said an artist's job is to reflect the times. You know, and that's what it's, this is about, you know, is to 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 enlighten. So I love that. So thanks. I want to say, oh, before we go, does he have any final words for our guests for before we close up? I'd say, I mean, we talked about a lot of different topics, but if anyone right now is interested in this conversation, I guess my biggest piece of advice, because we mentioned a bunch of different things, is know that you can either be a product of your environment or a product of your decisions and everything falls back on you. We talked about choice. Don't ever give up your power to anyone else. The choice is, you know, yours to make. You will always have a choice and and unless you take back control of that choice until you stop saying that you don't have a choice until you stop saying that oh he made me do it or she made me do it or whoever made me do it until you take back your power you're probably gonna be stuck for a while so use this as your your this is me giving you permission to go take your power back yes and if someone don't know how do you recommend you know, I know therapy is going around a lot. Everybody's like, oh, get a therapist, get a therapist. But do you, you know, do you recommend them saying, go get a therapist so you can know how to get over that trauma? Because what if somebody, I don't know, said mean things to someone growing up and they don't know how to get rid of it? It's, you know, it's like, I think therapy or someone that you can trust that is, like, I would say enlightened or, or that can, because a lot of times you go to some people and they compare their story to your story, you know, yeah. and, you, you need someone that can attach, detach from their story and just really look into your soul. And I think that's important. So even if it's not a therapist, uh, someone that can mentor you or someone that can help you get there. Because yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely. It's mentorship is extremely important. I'd say for the most part. And this is just my way of viewing the world, but it's like a lot of us have first world problems. And so go out and travel. Go to a third world country. And a lot of stuff you're probably complaining and nagging about isn't going to be as big. Not to say that you're not going through hard times. Not to say you have to compare your issues to anyone else's. But go broaden your horizons a little bit. And then you'll see a lot of stuff that you may be complaining about. In the grand scheme of things, you should actually be grateful for. Oh, man. Snap, snap. See, that is so true because I look me I'm I'm a curious person so I'm always seeing stuff and I've you know I watch documentaries all the time and there's so many people stuck in these countries and can't like Syria what's going on over there it's a lot of stuff going on and they they literally can't it's hard for them to get up out of that bucket they're in a little at the very bottom of that bucket and it's like how can they get out of that bucket and I'm looking like dang they, they just far away from getting out that bucket and here we do have more of a chance to get out that bucket is it easy no but we can you can do it any I'm telling y'all just just do it so man that was a good final word man yeah we gotta have you come back on here so we can talk about some spiritual stuff we gotta get to get to the get to the mind a little bit more yeah no, yeah why that. not why not why not <laughs> yeah and the, the marketing great i'm happy you're doing this because it's marketing i had to take a marketing class myself because i didn't i didn't know how to do ads or anything like that last year i took a marketing class for free on Coursera and it changed my life yeah and I'm like it's important to know this stuff because it, it let me know why I failed in the past yeah you know, because I was like I wasn't doing my ads right I wasn't targeting the right people I'm just throwing ads out there's a there's a freaking there's a recipe to this you guys and yeah you know hit up John Mendez if you don't want to learn it it's okay because it's like <laughs> If you can throw, have someone else help you or and automate the process, then do it because it, it it's it's definitely a recipe to this. And if you learn that recipe, I swear to God, it, it works. You know, and, you know, and it is and it's also about budget too, because you know, of course. But at the end of the day, if you really to take your time, you don't have to spend two thousand on ads like someone else. You can say, okay, this is my budget of fifty bucks, and you do it every month consistently because then you can get the algorithm. You know. And and that's important. So and now you got Chat GPT and all these people that can write your content. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what I use now. But <laughs> but anyway, let me go ahead and let John go, y'all. I'm I'm getting over my time. But I want to say yeah. thanks for everybody for rocking with me. Please subscribe and share. Please support John Mendez and spread his messages. And everybody, stay safe out there. Peace. <laughs>